what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of pop talk um so yeah you know i i've realized that you know the video side of the podcasts are a lot more draining um especially when when i like try to do like pop talks with multiple angles um that just takes up too much time too much time too much effort and it ultimately kills um my drive to make it um i you know realistically i have recorded about like six six pod pod, podcasts i've recorded like six of them (laughs) and uh none of them have been released um none of i haven't even i haven't like they're done recording some of them are more along edited you know to a video uh but then i just lost motivation i was like ah Uh, But to be fair, some of the other podcasts that I recorded, you know, um, uh, like I recorded a podcast about uh, the Didact from Halo 4. uh, And then that was like a two hour long episode. And then when I was looking back at that episode, I was like, I was like, yo, if I condense this uh, and put some visuals up there. I could really emphasize the points I'm trying to make, and that's how I ended up with the uh, my YouTube video about the Didact, uh, Halo 4, the the video essay. <laughs> Very niche audience that targets, but I won't lie, that got more more traction than I thought. Um, so yeah, you know, whatever podcasts I do record, uh, I if I don't release them. And if I like the idea, I try to repurpose them for something else. Kind of like how I do like just straight talking on on TikTok because, you know, that, for, you know, that that platform allows for that where people could just talk to people who comment and share their ideas and stuff like that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. But as far as um, podcast goes and the video format, I think we're going to go and pause for a bit, at least for that. So straight audio. That way I can just upload it. I could just up, just boop, boop, done. Literally that easy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, today uh, I wanted to talk about, because um, you know me, I love my games. I love my video games. I mean, fuck. I mean, you, you, you see how much I talk about Halo, my favorite game, Halo. But there are some other games that I do enjoy. And there's a whole new genre that I'm starting to get into. That is the world of RPGs. RPGs. Uh, I've gotten into a little game called Boulder's Gate 3. Boulder's Gate 3. If you if you listen to uh, gaming news or anything like that, uh, in the expanded universe of uh, gaming journalism beyond your own favorite games, Unless you already are an RPG player, you might not know what Baldur's Gate 3 is. Baldur's Gate 3 is a uh, top-down, third-person RPG with turn-based combat. I hate turn-based combat games. I hate them. hate them. You know, a lot, a lot of my friends love Pokemon. They fucking adore Pokemon. And, you know, I respect it. I respect the name of Pokemon, right? 
you know there are some people who if, if they see someone who likes something that they're not a fan of they'll, they'll get angry for some reason i see the appeal it's just i never grew up on pokemon you know i never had a um i had a game boy i had a ds but i didn't buy pokemon you know i bought kirby i don't think i even bought super mario on my game boy and my ds was very short-lived but i also didn't grow up with a nintendo 64 or or um on the uh the, what nintendo entertainment system like the the i didn't grow up on a wii right i had a gamecube but like on its final year so that that period of playing pokemon out of my system completely nowhere the only thing that i can say that there was a period of my life where i was a I was really enjoying Pokemon. It was when uh, Pokemon made their first movie. Mewtwo Returns, I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, beyond Pokemon, right? Most. Most. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't like turn-based combat. I like the idea of RPGs, but my I was always frustrated with how rpgs were presented i think is fallout considered an rpg like fallout 3 right i played fallout 3 i never really got into it never finished it uh, i played a little bit of it my my issue with these kind of games is that uh, i'm a huge story person you know i love story i love uh compelling story and i'm not saying that games like fallout don't or skyrim either or you know other rpgs that aren't traditional combat games or shooter games um i'm not saying that these games don't have good stories i'm saying that you know <coughs> it also depends on the presentation right if you go to the movies you're expecting the movie to entertain you with its music, its camera angles, its superb writing, and the events that play out. Like, there are techniques and a craft to great storytelling, especially in a visual audio medium. And when RPGs come around, it's just huge exposition dumps. And then the camera's just straight on looking at the same person. And I mean, it's not even exclusive to, to, uh, to RPGs like Fallout or Skyrim or Oblivion. It's not even like just them. Uh, if people have ever played the game Batman, the Batman Arkham series, right? When you go to talk to people and the camera just awkwardly, <laughs> you know, in front of them and then they talk forever. Like even then, like you could have used some fancy camera angles or, you know, do, I, I, you know, I just feel like I mean, I know they're not cutscenes, and I know they're to serve a specific dialogue purpose. But at the same time, when you're when that's a huge part of the game, and especially in RPGs, they add a little bit of flair to it. So what I'm trying to say is, I've never I've never enjoyed a lot of aspects that RPGs offer. Now I, like I said, I've gotten into Baldur's Gate three, and this is because I made a, a TikTok. I made a TikTok about Baldur's Gate 3. I made a TikTok about Baldur's Gate 3. And by the way, by the way, that TikTok of Baldur's Gate 3 
has reached a that was my first million viewed video post i think it's 1.3 mil right now that's crazy and it doesn't even ha it has nothing to do with me and my brand because i use my tiktok i use my socials to promote myself but then i uh, you know it got to a point where i was like you know I don't stream as much as I would like to. I don't make content as much as I would like to. So might as well just make stuff. Just make stuff to to entertain people. That's what it, that's all it's been uh, boiling down to is make stuff that would entertain people, either a small chuckle or relatable or whatever. So I saw this 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 article about how you know game devs were warning about. Uh, how Baldur's Gate 3 shouldn't be uh, the norm, shouldn't, people shouldn't raise their expectations to Baldur's Gate 3 after they play it because there's so much in there. And and um, just for the record, I know people who are listening to this haven't really been looking into my TikTok as much as I have. Well, my TikTok has, uh, like I said, a million views over a million views uh and there's a lot of people talking in there and I, when when it first started popping off like 20 people started commenting and i tried to like and responded to every one of those comments and then as it kept going i was like oh fuck there's no way there's no way i can respond to every one of these uh but it was it was full of mixed things right because again my tiktok my tiktok was saying like this idea that Baldur's Gate 3 shouldn't be the norm is outrageous. It's stupid. I think <laughs> it, it was just a meme. It was a meme of like, this should totally be the norm. And I and I think I used the phrasing uh, uh, that we should use Baldur's Gate 3 or or these game, game uh, devs are mad that, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 is going to come out with so much content and quality. For the record, I think I phrased it very wrong. I think I phrased it very wrong. Because a lot of people were commenting. There, there was a lot of people who agreed. The people who agreed outweighed the people who didn't uh, in terms of comments. Um, but there were some people who were calling me out, for sure, as they should. Saying, hey, you know, this isn't really truthful. Or this doesn't really reflect the article that you're quoting here. Uh and I was like, you know what? It, you know, I again, I think I phrased it wrong because I, you know, I think, I think the way I phrased it made it sound like I am blaming all the game devs who say that um, Loran Studios, Larian, Larian Studios, I believe that's the people who made Baldur's Gate 3. Um, they were saying that they, the, the, the the scale of this game is too big right and they say that under L lorraine studios um like conditions not all game devs have those conditions so they can't produce a game at that quality um you know and the way i phrased it in the tiktok sounded like i was attacking these game devs who don't have the same freedom as lorraine studios Right. And yeah, I that's my bad. That is my bad. But my criticism and you, I mean <sighs> it's I can you can even see it in some of my responses to people early on, but they're buried deep. Um but 
I was mainly calling out the gaming industry. And when I say gaming industry, I mean publishers. I mean publishers. I mean these game devs who are saying, hey, don't raise the expectations to have this be the norm. Because this, like, Baldur's Gate 3 is is a huge game. Multiple endings, multiple races, multiple different variations of how the game could go. No microtransactions. None. And they even made a statement saying, hey, you know, we don't believe that you should pay extra to get, you know, to have a full experience. And we're going to deliver something. We want you to just have the full game. $60. What? Fuck, dude. That's awesome. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Loran Studios has displayed such a level of uh, customer positive mentality. And I'm not saying the game devs who are saying don't raise the expectations, don't raise um, what you want the gaming industry to be to that level because it can't be done. And I blame 100% of publishers, right? I blame 100% of publishers because game devs, they want to make a great game. You Have you ever looked at an artist and said, hey, can't believe you're happy with producing shit when they know, when they know if they just had a little bit more time, a little bit more resources, they totally can. Now, I'm, I mean, publishers, they're not entirely evil. It's a business, of course. But I've always been a strong believer of... It's, it's a win-win situation for both. Because for me, if a gaming company or a game or something that I like um, shows that they have my best interest at heart, I'm giving them all my money. All my money. For example, when Halo Infinite was going to release, um, the campaign was going to hit Game Pass. So there was no reason to spend... I think it was... I don't even know if it was still $60 or $40 or whatever because the multiplayer was free. The multiplayer was free to play, but the campaign mode wasn't. But because it was hitting Game Pass, if you had Game Pass, it was along with the bundle. And so I remember thinking to myself prior to the release that I was like, oh, fuck. I, I am still going to spend money on this campaign. I am going to buy this campaign despite the fact that it's on Game Pass, and I know for a fact they would never remove Halo from Game Pass. It's a flagship for them. It's a flagship. So anyone who buys an Xbox, right, because they want people to get, I mean, their attitude doesn't really reflect that, but ideally, they want people to grab Xboxes. And if all their Xbox friends are already playing Halo, and it's and it's not on Game Pass, they would have to buy MCC, Halo Infinite, all that jazz, like they would have to buy these games if they want it, right? If they want to. And this, if you just have Game Pass, boom, right there. You don't have to. It's such an incentive. But after Halo Infinite release, and I saw the egregious, the egregious things they were doing, right? Campaign, I believe, was weak. It was. <sighs> They, they, I felt like they took the chances on the wrong things. They didn't embellish enough on certain things. And they just, it was not a polished campaign. You know, I know a lot of people liked it. I know a lot of people hated it. Uh, I am leaning more towards dislike. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the worst. Definitely. I don't. 
it's presented nicer than five, but five was at least complete and coherent. Coherently dumb, but coherent, you know? Um, infinite, not saying that it, it's not hard to follow, but like some of its timelines are kind of fucked. Anyways, anyways, you know, and, and then in the multiplayer side, they were charging people if you wanted to change your color to like red to a fancy red a shiny red you had to pay and it's like what the fuck not only do they not offer all the colors but you're gonna charge for extra colors like you know in the old halo games all like either all the primary colors or all the colors were available and in this game you couldn't change the color configuration the way you wanted and you would have to pay for the coatings, it was such horseshit. And my attitude changed a hundred percent. Right like turned what zip around. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't pay for the campaign. I didn't believe in the product that they delivered to me. Now, Baldur's Gate 3, time to bring it back to Baldur's Gate 3. But I don't play rpgs like i said i don't play it's based in the dnd universe that's another reason why people were excited for it. it's based in the dnd universe i don't believe there's a lot of dnd games i think uh, at the top of my head there's like two there was two dnd games one was uh like uh mmo mmo thing on steam which is kind of old and then there was one that came out not too long ago but it was like a four-player squad action game. And I don't think it gave you the freedom to make your own decisions or pick your own race um, in-depthly like Baldur's Gate 3. So the, the appeal for people was there. It's like having your own campaign, to an extent, in Baldur's Gate 3. And again, not a fan of RPGs. Never played D&D. And just that realm of gaming was a miss to me. So after I made that TikTok saying, hey, we should support or, you know, when I made that TikTok calling out, um, you know, the gaming industry as a whole, that they should raise their standards to the level of um, the level of deliverance that uh, Boulder Skate 3 was. And inadvertently, you know, I apologize. I It, I, it sounds like I have targeted the, the game devs who... Um, we're saying, you know, Baldur's Gate 3 is unrealistic standards. Uh, you know, I don't mean, I didn't mean to out them out, but that's just how it sounded like. But yeah, you know, again, we should support companies that have your best interest because I would spend much more money on them. So with that being said, that's why I got Baldur's Gate 3. I was like, I have to put my money where my, my mouth is. I can't make a TikTok saying we should support games like Baldur's Gate 3 in practice, in principle, and then me not get it when it released. That's crazy. That's crazy to me to, to like to throw one thing out there and then not do it yourself. Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta. So I bought the game and I wanted to try it out. I mean, if I when I saw how the game like looked like after the cutscenes, after your character was created, the character creation was cool, though. Not going to lie. Um, and you can watch my YouTube video. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. I didn't upload the <laughs> I didn't upload the character creation. But when um, when the game starts, the game starts the actual gameplay. 
I was like, oh no. One, because it was lagging, but two, because like it was just, it didn't look like my type of game. It did not look like my type of game. I'm an FPS gamer. I love F FPS stuff, right? Even in games that offer third person, like uh, Star Wars Battlefront games, or even GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2, those games are definitely third player, third person uh, perspective games. I played it first. I switched it to first. In in GTA, in Red Dead 2, yeah, I play in first person. Because that's just how much I love first person over third person. Anyways, seeing how Baldur's Gate 3 plays, I was like, fuck, man. No, internally, internally. I made a let's play of the first time I got into a game, which is up on YouTube now. <laughs> Shameless plug. Go watch my shit. <laughs> no, but it's just crazy that like when the game started, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I Okay. But I genuinely gave it a try. Gave it a shot. And I loved it. I fucking love it. Bro, I... I, I haven't stopped thinking about Baldur's Gate 3 since I started playing it. In-depthly. You know. I suck at the combat for sure. Again, turn-based stuff is not my thing. You know. I like the action as it plays out. Not so much in like turn by turn by turn. How smart your enemy. This is not how my brain works. Uh, some may call me dumb. And that's fair. I am. <laughs> uh, but no, I just, I, I enjoyed Boulder Skate 3 immensely. I'm not even, I, bro, I'm not even like, uh, a good fraction in I think I'm still into like the first first act of the game trying to find my bearings um I I don't know what I'm doing I don't know where I'm going but that level of freedom is pretty cool pretty cool and bro and the bitch the game is you could play the entire game in four player co-op drop and drop out co-op that is crazy Bro, I, you know how I found it out too? Because it's releasing on PC, it's releasing on PS5, but it wasn't releasing on Xbox. And I was like, I'm tired of these games skipping Xbox. I'm tired of it. Tired of these games skipping Xbox. So I went to look up why. And Loran Studio said, it is coming to Xbox when it's ready. And the reason why Xbox is having a holdup is because they're having a difficult time getting the local co-op to work on an Xbox. And, you know, I'm not here to argue specs. I don't even know how specs are like, how they work. But shit, this fucking company, Lorand Studios, this Baldur's Gate 3 is not going to deliver a game until the local aspect is ready. Something that I wish Halo would have done with both Five and Infinite. Bro. W. 
it sucks for people who don't have anyone to play locally. But for the many, many other people who have friends who live in the same household, who have family who live in the same household, who just wants to play games together when they gather, W. W. <laughs> they have more understanding and compassion for these groups of people than our own mother companies. And that's fucking crazy that's how we found out that that uh boulder's gate 3 wasn't hitting xbox because they're holding out because they wanted to deliver the the local multiplayer aspect first you have a game with so much uh, uh i don't i want to use my wording carefully here with so much content packed into one now it's still kind of buggy in some areas my TikTok suggested that it wasn't going to be buggy. That was my misunderstanding. I apologize. But anyways, with so much quality packed into this one game to offer not only four-player online co-op, but to allow that shit in local. And that's why you're not have that's why it's not ready for Xbox is because you're gonna wait till it is. W. What the fuck? See, this is again, this is well. Everything that I have seen from this studio about Baldur's Gate 3 is why I bought the game. It's why I wanted to give them my money. It's because they display such a level of compassion for all his players. Not just all his players, players on multiple platforms. I mean, I don't think the Switch can handle Baldur's Gate 3 in both size and density. But for everything else that can comprehend boulders gate 3 the fact that they're trying so hard for all families of the platforms that can handle it that's crazy to me man and so much respect i have so much respect for that and even even in my streams for for twitch like i'll i'll stream it i'll stream it because i i want to get involved in these rpg games and these boulder gate games um a lot of I won't lie, a lot of people who follow my streams, they, they don't play these kind of games. So it's a, it's a whole new world to them too. And I can tell that they're not enjoying it as much as I am, but some do, some do, some get the appeal. Some are lost and, but like they try, they're like, oh shit. Okay. Let's, we're, we're just going to roll with it. And you know, I just been enjoying myself so much so that I even gone back to some of some other uh, RPG games or games close to that kind of standing uh, in my library. I remember I had bought Disco Elysium on Steam a while ago. I bought it on Steam a while ago because I wanted to try out this game that was setting the award ceremonies on fire. Disco Elysium is the one I'm talking about. Disco Elysium won so many awards in 2019. I remember watching the, the Game of the Year awards, and it was winning some awards. And I think it even won PC game or Gamer's Choice for PC Game of the Year. That's some high praise. Look, you know, winning Game of the Year in anything is is always a high honor. Don't get me wrong, but hearing that the player base, like based off player votes. That you won game of the year. And so I was like, I was like, fuck, dude, Disco Elysium? Really? People, all right, all right. 
But then I saw gameplay and I was like, oh, it's not my type of game. <laughs> and then I bought it on Steam like a year ago, I think. And uh, the first thing that came out was dialogue after dialogue after dialogue after dialogue and text and text and text. And I was sitting there, I was like, fuck me. Fuck me. I don't, ugh. Reading, I know it's voiceover, like, but like, ugh. I again, I like, I like when there's a bit of flair to how a story is presented, and just straight dialogue. I mean, some people love it. I would call it exposition, but some people love it. But here's the thing, I did not like it a year ago. I played it again after my appreciation for for Baldur's Gate three. You just gotta give it patience, and. I ain't gonna lie, I have been having a blast with it. I have been playing this game. I played this game for hours, hours. I loaded up, I loaded it up thinking like, oh, okay, you know, let's just give it another try. I played hours, multiple days, hours of this game. You know, on, on my weekend when I could be, when I could be watching a movie or I could be streaming, um, I just wanted to try out this game, you know, and I played hours of Disco Elysium. I enjoy it. This isn't a perfect game for sure, but I enjoy it. And now, <laughs> now it has me excited for games like Starfield, because now I'm starting to become a fan of these RPGs with total freedom. And I wasn't excited for StarCraft before, but with the RPG aspect, and the fact that it's going to be a first-person shooter, you can shoot things versus, you know, stealth-based or dice roll. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get excited for it. But, you know, it, 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 it's just, it's, it's interesting to see, um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, there are some gamers out there that, that declare themselves a gamer, but they only play one game. Like, no, you're not a gamer. You're just a player of this game. Like, if someone spent seven days out of their week playing Forza and they call themselves a gamer, like, no, you're not a gamer. You're a Forza player, which there's nothing wrong, but don't call yourself something that you you don't enjoy outside of that one thing you know for me i've always classified gamers as someone who appreciates the gaming culture in general in all its aspects even the games that you're not a fan of show some respect there are some games out there that i absolutely despise but other people love my friends love and i'm like who am i to say that your game sucks just because i'm not enjoying it i'll play with them too and i'll be like all right this game's kind of ass i don't want to play but I won't say it like that. I just, I won't put myself in a position that would make them feel that way. I've had people play games that I love. And again, not every game is, is attuned to, to everyone's taste. But I've had people while play games with my, my games and like the whole time we're playing, they're just complaining. Holy shit. They're just complaining. 
Oh my god, it's the most infuriating thing ever. And then they wonder why I don't play games with them. It's like, bro, what did you think? What do you think is going to happen when you complain in my ear 24-7? Why would I want to play games with you? Because in those situations, if you're playing a game that isn't the best, but the one that everyone can play, either you just try to make the best of the, the game that you're playing, or you guys talk about something else. But when it's just complaining the whole entire time, I'm out. I'm out. I don't do it. So, you know, that's another aspect of why I like RPG games is because it, it, it's its own thing. You can get so lost in its narratives and it, its worlds and it's 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 you know ongoing situations builds up on that <clears throat> excuse me it builds up on that and you can just enjoy it and you know i appreciate the fact that in boulder's gate 3 you could play with other people i don't think in any of my friend groups i can convince people to to get boulder's gate 3 but actually that's not true I know a few people. Shout out to the Dove. <laughs> but it's just, I appreciate that fact. I appreciate that you can play. Because most RPGs are just single player. But I enjoy, you know, and I, I just, it, it, you know, it's just fun. It's just fun time. I, I think that we should all support games that you know we love i and i know people who play games that they know it's kind of ripping them off but they'll still buy it because reasons like yeah it's it's bad but it's not at, at least it's not like halo where you have to buy colors which is a fair point but still you're supporting this horrible practice of being overcharged for something that should have been inside the game for free i mean I mean, shit. I'm gonna sound like a geezer, an old geezer, but back in my day, you had to play the game to unlock the costumes. The cosmetics. If it's not anything that would enhance or add on to the game, right? If there was, if there was a campaign DLC or add-on, I understand paying for that. I do. Unless it's like, <laughs> unless they shortened the main campaign of the game and then put in the real ending as a DLC they had to pay for, that's grody. But if the campaign's done, complete, and then they added on to that that you could pay for, I can understand that. But to buy a costume, eh, I can't be too harsh on them though. I've done it before. I think the only game that I've paid okay that's not true i i have i have paid halo a little bit not a whole lot but i have paid them a little bit but not as much as i have paid uh for well no i don't know if that's true <laughs> starting now Halo's not getting a cent until they give me something that i absolutely love love like, I am a huge Halo 4 person, and the fact that they have zero, they have nada. Like, their first season, their armors that they, they came out with were all Reach-themed. And I thought, oh, this must mean all the seasons 
following after they're gonna have armors based off the other games i was wrong they they came out with an armor that looked like nazis they came out with armor that that looked like shit <laughs> multiple shit armors and i'm just like bro what does a guy gotta do to get the games that you started with three for three started with halo 4 technically fully right it was bungie and three for three that both worked on on reach but Halo 4, their first standalone game, a game that I love, and they won't do anything for me. I feel like Baldur's Gate 3 has has <coughs> has kept me more in mind than my favorite game franchise, and that's crazy. That is crazy. So yeah, just put your money where your mouth is. Just you know, if you if you are dying for something then yeah I get it but like if you understand that the system is fucked and you don't really want this thing don't buy it don't buy it when I, whenever I load up Halo Infinite and people ask me hey is there anything good in the shop I'll say no there's never anything good in the shop like I I hate <laughs> what they have done with the microtransactions in Halo I hate what they have done with the multiplayer but that's just that's just a side thing boulders gate 3 is a phenomenal game would highly recommend and even if you're not a fan of rpgs or or turn-based combat or even that style of gaming i mean you'll know what i mean when you see the gameplay if you haven't already give it a shot not just not just try it for five minutes with friends where you're not even paying attention like actually give it a shot and you'll you're gonna have so much fun with it and with that, I think I'm going to end the podcast because I got to take a shit. So <laughs> I'm not lying. I really got to poop. So, yeah, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, I appreciate you. Sorry if you were a person who enjoyed it on YouTube. But um, again, we're going to stick with the audio for now because it's much easier to, to make. So hopefully I can keep up with the uploads now. Um, but yeah, you guys have a wonderful day and I'll see you next time. Bye.